All right. Welcome to Stamachi Underground Japanese Beginner Season 1, Episode 4 of our Fundamental Mechanics of Japanese. Per usual, I am co hosting today with Jay Sensei. Nizan, konbanwa, Jay desu. Jay Sensei, genki. Hmm. Hi. Kyo wa zekocho desu. Zekocho wa do you imi? I said zekocho. 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 Zekocho is like the best, like better than ever. Kind Man, of I must have put you in a really good mood because cards on the table. This is the second episode we're recording today. <laughs> True. This is what happens when you have one. Um, episode that has audio issues and you have to re-record it <laughs> exactly and this is also what happens when you have a healing presence such as mine oh i thought you were going to as... compliment me what oh no oh no 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 <laughs> this is all about me baby this is all about me uh well thank you all for tuning in today and if you didn't already know we do have a video version of this podcast where you can follow along with the lesson and see what we're talking about on screen so you can read along with what you hear which i tark did you know that that's like proven by harvard to be one of the most effective ways to study japanese harvard what nani harvard watashi ga kaiyotte yeah I have not been to uh, Harvard. Jokes, Sammy, aside, keep in mind, this is episode four. If you are a beginner with Japanese, we have three other episodes that we suggest you start off listening with episode one. Make your way to two, three, and then over here at four. And once again, as always, learn at your own pace. You'll have a rewind button. Takes you back 15 seconds, sometimes 10 seconds, sometimes five. Make friends with it. Yeah, because it's going to help you also with the stuff that we're doing today, which is our conversation of the day, which will introduce us into things like verbs. Besides just to be, is, and are, we're going to see specifically the verb for to do and to eat and to drink today. Be excited for that. Um, we're also going to go over Japanese pronunciation. This is going to be our first lesson about Japanese pronunciation. We're going to talk about specifically the vowels used in Japanese today and some important things to keep in mind even when reading vowels in Japanese um, that you'll want to know. And then we're going to follow up with some information about relationships. Park, what are we actually going to be learning about? <laughs> We're going to learn how to break it to your significant other that they are a pervert. Um. I mean, that we do have the naughty word of the day. That is true. Um, specifically, I was going to mention, you know, we're going to learn how to talk about friends and family. We're going to learn the basic, most important words you need to know when talking about family members. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and jump right into today's conversation. Today... Aki and Toya are talking to each other. Tarek, read Aki's lines and I will take over for Toya-san. Kyo, doする? Hmm, what should I do? Gohan? Yes, 
そうしよう何がいいラーメンはうーんラーメンはちょっと下痢にならないものがいいな<笑> oh. All right, let's now do that at reduced speed Take it away 今日どうする何しようかなご飯はそうだねご飯を食べようかいいねそうしよう何がいいラーメンはラーメンはちょっと下痢にならないものがいいな Alright, let's break this down Here we go. <laughs> What should we do today? Yeah, I wonder. How's about we get something to eat? All right, let's get a bite to eat. Yeah, sounds good.、Uh, what should we eat? How does ramen sound? Ramen is kind of.、Uh, <laughs> let's get something that doesn't give me the runs. How、um, often do you eat ramen, Tark? Uh, once a week minimum.、Nice. Uh, it's, it's, it's part of my Sunday ritual. Sometimes there's another ramen spot right by my work. And,、uh, you know, it's, it's not traditional ramen. It's kind of like a mix between Thai and ramen, but still pretty good. So you're basically、uh, saying you get bad news bottom at least once a week? I don't get the runs from, from ramen. So, you know, I'm, I'm blessed in that way. Yeah. And actually, me neither. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Like, idiot. Like,、yeah. what sort of weirdo gets what sort of like an idiot gets the runs from, from eating ramen? Which, by the way, a lot of people unfortunately have the misconception that ramen is only instant noodles, but that is not true. No, man. Yeah, no. Like, it's next level the noodles, man. For me, and, and- I love the noodles. The meat's good, the broth is good too, but like, I love the noodles. the noodles. Yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about those later, won't we? Yeah.、Uh, apparently, ramen is not a Japanese word. Yeah, it's、um, written using katakana, which,、um, if you check out the video version of this, you can see it on the screen. It's our seventh vocabulary of the day, written in katakana, because words that get written using this script are typically loan words from other languages. And Perhaps our listeners who、um, go out to eat Chinese have had lo mein before. I've read on the internets. <laughs> <laughs> the most reliable source ever. That <laughs> lo mein and ramen are cognates, so they、uh, come from the same word.、Uh, lo mein, ramen. Yeah, I could see that. Since we are starting from number seven, let's go ahead and jump back to number one of our、okay. vocabulary words. We have the word for. Today, which is Kyo. That's right. Kyo. Kyo. And then after that, we have the word for what or how, as in how did that happen? Yeah. And it is do. 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 Yeah, like this might be a little bit confusing for some people.、Um, but in Japanese, when you want to ask someone, like, what should we do? Or What are we going to do? You actually literally say, How are we going to do? 
Like, mm. how should we do it? And it came up <laughs> earlier in the conversation when Aki said, Kyo do suru, which meant, what should we do today? Right? Next one we have up is a word that I'm sure you've heard billions of times if you watch anime. Dude, not everyone is an otaku. This is true. <laughs> I'm sure if you're a gamer, you heard it as well, which I guess also falls under the category of otaku. <laughs> but whenever they're surprised, have you noticed that they say, Nani? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nani? Yeah. It means what? Mm. Like before it... they saw Nandeska. So. Jay Sensei, what is the difference between nan and nani? Yeah, that's um, something that you quickly notice when you're first starting out in Japanese. Like you hear things like namae wa nan desu ka, which is what is your name, right? Um, we saw that back a little while ago. And then here we have nani. Nan desu ka is what is your name, and it's more polite. And we switch nani to be nan when it comes in front of des. Um, however, nani, which is a little bit more casual, um, can be completely independent of des. In fact, it would be weird to say nani deska. So we could say nan deska for what is it or nani for what. And they, they work the same, essentially. N nani? They, they work the same, essentially. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm not repeating what I just said. <laughs> uh, All right. That. So next up, we have to do, which is suru. And this is a mechanic that you see pretty regularly within the Japanese language. Yeah. Suru. 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 It also means to play. Um if you are talking about something like a sport or a video game. Mm. So, kono ato, God of War, Ragnarok, no game o suru. You're going to play the game of God of War, Ragnarok? So. You can also take a sport like... Well, at the, at the time we're recording this, Japan is actually seemingly kicking ass at the World Cup. Tark, you bring up an interesting point. It is true. Japan right now... They just destroyed Germany, I believe. In... They're former allies at that. <laughs> God. <laughs> and so I would like using the word saka, how could we say I will play soccer? Saka o suru. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. What's our next word? To eat. Mm -hmm. Taberu. 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 We've already kind of like had this um, in previous lessons, but today it's our main point because it's tied along with our next word, the direct object marking particle, which we'll break down a little bit more in our grammar section, but it is pronounced O, just O. As okay. in O, I did not know that. <laughs> oh, but now you do. I totally did know that. <laughs> Let's skip number seven and go to number eight because seven was ramen. Next one, we have chotto, which is... A little, kind of, and can also be used as sort of. Chotto. 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 And in my experience, chotto has some varying functions as well. Yeah. I 
watch some like you know street interviews in japan and when people don't want to be interviewed they'll hold up if you can like this x sign you know and they'll be oh, like yeah, that one yeah and they'll be like uh chotto, you know which means like yeah i don't really feel like it right now you know or or it 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 often indicates some sort of like inconvenience or, or a hindrance that can't take place because in, of an inconvenience that's true like let's say that you go up to like this really like attractive looking person and you're like kill those do hey what, what do you want to do today and they're like you're creepy and so <laughs> they're not necessarily going to be like you're creepy but they might just be like uh, chotto, uh. Chotto. <laughs> and they just leave it up <laughs> you to to gather from the situation that they're not interested. <laughs> never the case with me. They're always interested. What are you talking I've about? I've never had this happen to me, ever. <laughs> not even twice. Our next word is the runs. Gary. Gary. That's right, Gary. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I, I, noticed, I noticed this one is way easier to spell in Japanese than it is to spell in English. Oh, I know, man. D I A R R R R. You know, like I have used the word diarrhea in many documents. Don't ask why. I'll just say this it is imperative that I use autocorrect every time I attempt to spell it. Mm. So now I'm just going to use Getty. And if they don't know what Getty is, well, they can fucking look it up. Hey, if like you ever need like a good euphemism for talking about this, like maybe among your friends, you could be like, oh, dude, Gary just got here. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to any Gary's, but now it is fairly apparent to me why they chose your rival in the original Pokemon games to be Gary. Oh, it's a stretch. Dude, that's stretch. crazy. Like that they did pick that name. Because it does... Anyways, okay. Our next yeah, word very... is thing. Mono. 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 This refers to tangible things, too. There's another word for thing, which we'll see in future lessons more again. Speaking of this lesson, though, we have relationships that we're going to introduce this time. The first one being friends. The word for friend in Japanese is what... Tomodachi. Tomodachi. Yeah, tomodachi. Um, so, like, for example, if I said, Watashi no tomodachi wa ocha o nomu, what would that mean? My friend will drink tea. That's right. Now, um, tomodachi means friend. It could also mean friends, plural. Japanese doesn't actually, with most words, have a pluralizing suffix or prefix. And so you don't have to worry about like a bunch of irregular, weird ways of making things plural like you do in a lot of other languages. Another way that Japanese is a cool language and in some senses is easier to learn than other languages. I'm not going to say that for everything, but you know, <laughs> in that way, it's a little easier. Um, what's our word for family, Tark? Kazoku. Yeah, Kazoku. 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 Nice. And that means family. And it's kind of limited to you, your parents, your kids, your siblings, 
that kind of stuff. Um, so no cousins. That would be shinsaki. That's a, more of a relative. So this is more like your direct immediate family. You know, technically, if you like refer to your cousins as your family, I think people would get it. But this more is like your father, mother, older brother, older sister, younger brother, younger sister, Tarek. Why am I having to say older brother and younger brother? Because you have an older brother and a younger brother. I actually only have older brothers, but oh, the reason right. You're is the youngest. Yeah, and and in Japanese, for whatever reason, there's just you know. Not really a word that's used commonly to refer to your brother without referring to the age factor in your mm. relationship. So mm. when you say brother, you either have to <laughs> say onisan, which means your mm. older brother, or ototo-san, which would be like a younger brother. So funny story. At the ramen place I go to pretty regularly, they know me there, right? So I go there one day and I take my mother, three of her friends, and my younger brother. We're sitting down at the table and the waitress who knows me, knows my order as soon as I go there, starts talking to us. And I decide to introduce my family to her in Japanese. Ooh. I do pretty good with my mom. But when it comes to my brother, I oh, introduce no. him as... Otosan. Oh no! And and she was looking at me perplexed. <clears throat> she was so confused, and I could just by looking at her face, I could tell that I said something very incorrect. Mm, <laughs> that makes sense. And I quickly corrected myself, and it was a it was a nice little awkward laugh afterwards. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's because the word for father is otosan. Mm. And then a younger brother's I make the awkward mistake so you guys don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, let's go ahead and go through all these um, family members real quick. We just mentioned father was Otosan. What is the word for mother? Looks like Okasan. Yeah, and notice that there's a long ah in the middle of that word. So it's Okasan. Okasan. Ka-san. You'll actually notice that all of these words, the, the middle syllable has, or rather the second syllable, has a long vowel on all of these. So the word for older brother is onisan. Onisam. Onisam. The word for older sister also is this way. Tark, what is the word for older sister? Onesam. Onesam. And if that's confusing, think that your older brother kicks you in the knee, so he is your oni-san. <laughs> and your older sister is just awesome. She's your one-san. She's uh, your one and only. That is correct. And then we already talked about ototo-san. Hey, listeners, do you remember what ototo-san is? That is your... Younger brother. But you have one. I don't. I have two. Damn. Yeah. Do you have a younger sister? Nope. I got one of those. I, I didn't know you had a younger sister. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Um, she is my emoto. How old is she? She's 29. You're uh, 31? Two. 32. And that word for younger sister was emoto-san. Emoto-san. Uh, here's a good way to remember that. Your younger sister, she's forever young in, her, in, in your mind, so it is emoto-san. Emoto-san. Forever, your younger sister. All right, next one, Beyonce. <laughs> the next one is, oh, 
because that's the direct object marking particle. And the next thing that we're going to talk about. All is used to mark a noun as the direct object of the sentence. In other words, it tells a listener to what thing a person did an action to. Yeah. So, for examples, we have watashi wa sushi o taberu, which means I will eat sushi. And you can see in this example how o comes after sushi because that's the thing which is being eaten. So, in the sentence, Aki will drink juice. Which noun is going to get the particle O after it? Would it be Aki or juice? Juice. That's correct because Aki is the subject. So Aki gets marked with wa. And juice is the thing that gets drank. So it's the direct object. So it gets the particle O. Let's hear it. Aki wa juice o nomu. Aki wa juice o nomu. Very Nice. Now, let's go ahead and try another example here. Bobu wa eroi zashi o yomu. Bobble read a naughty magazine. <laughs> Correct. And over here, well, we'll get into that a little later, but naughty, I guess it could be kind of seen as a euphemism for what will be the naughty word of the day. So stay tuned. So, listeners, I want to give you all a the opportunity to test what you've just been learning. We're going to give you all a couple of English sentences that we want you to try to say in Japanese. Our first one is, My friend will drink water. Can you use the sentence structure that we've just talked about? Namely, subject wa, direct object o, with the verb on the end, to say, my friend will drink water. We're going to give you the answer in just a second, so if you'd like more time to think about it, go ahead and pause. Otherwise, just keep listening because my friend will drink water in Japanese is what, Tarek? Boku no tomodachi wa mizu o nomu. Yeah, hey, you used boku. I was impressed. I thought you might say watashi no tomodachi, um, but you can use either. Yeah, we learned boku in the last lesson. Yeah. If you also thought something like o mizu o nomu for the word water, that's cool. Like, you can put O in front of it. It'd be a little bit strange because, like, that makes it polite. But then you're using nomu at the end, which is kind of casual. Anyways, we'll mm -hmm. worry about that later. Let's um now look at our next exercise problem. Can you guys figure out how to say, my mom will eat bread? If you need more time, you should pause. Otherwise, Tark, how would I say, my mom will eat bread? Okasan wa pan o taberu. Nice. Hey, Tark, what does oyaji mean? Do you remember? Kind of like, Oboyatenai kedo. <laughs> yeah, last lesson we learned about oyaji gyagu. Oyaji gyagu. <gasps> Dad. Yeah, it's like a way of saying Dad my, old man. Yeah. Yeah. Oyaji gyagu. Let's like use oyaji for fun to now do this last and okay. third problem. Yeah. How would we yeah, say I... my dad will drink the whiskey? Oyaji wa whiskey o Nomu. Oyaji wa whiskey o nomu. Nice. So, Tarek, we just saw how older brother reads naughty magazines. Mm. And we, we had the word eroi in that sentence. Can you read that sentence for us one more time? Oni-san wa iroizashi o yomu. 
So that brings us now to our naughty word of the day, which we just saw, actually, um, on the other slide. Um, it's eroi. We had it in the following sentence. Eroi, from English erotic, refers to sexual media. Yeah, it's an adjective that kind of means, like, sexual in terms of, like, yeah, yeah you a think joke, of it as, a movie. Yeah, or, or, or erotica, you erotica. know? That brings us to our second naughty word of the day, too, because a lot of people love How hentai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing, though, right? There's a misconception that in Japan, hentai means Japanese animated porn. And it doesn't. Mm-mm. Now, what we is... We have other words for that. Like, hentai in Japanese, in the Japanese language, it means, like, a pervert. Like many of you out there, I'm sure. Yeah, like, a pervert might watch, like, hentai, but, like, in Japanese, it's more like the person. Or it could also be, like, the adjective as well. So... Um, mm. as an example, we have the sense here. It says, Onesan wa hentai janai. <laughs> and what does that mean? <laughs> My older sister isn't a pervert. And that's true. Now, I would add, I would add, Onesan wa hentai janai tomu, which I means think she isn't. <laughs> Side note for those watching, there was a slight typo for Zashi. We now have the proper spelling up for those that are watching the podcast. That brings us now to our pronunciation lesson for the day. Tarek, we just saw words like otosan and stuff. There's lots of vowels that are used in Japanese. Am I right? Uh, it seems like it. Uh, we have an A, we have an I, we have a U, an E, and an O. Yeah, you All literally... very similar to English, except the pronunciation seems to be slightly different yeah so imagine a letter a everybody that letter a in japanese always without exception is going to be pronounced ah kind of like the a in father what about i yeah that letter i everyone imagine the letter i that is going to actually be pronounced with an e so it's kind of like the vowels in the word tree however it's spelt with an I. Mm. Now tell me about you. Yeah. Not you specifically, but the letter U. So this one is going to be pronounced like U. And a lot of people feel like it's similar to like the two O's you hear in the words like pool. But it's not as long. I want you to like think about this as being maybe half of the time. That you would spend pronouncing the oo in pool. It's just uh. Similar to noodles? Did you just say nude? Uh, uh, noodles. N as in nude-les? Did you just add les to like something that's nude? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> we should go to the next letter. <laughs> which is eh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very similar to the E in the word let, and it's written with an E. Oh, I did not know that. O <laughs> is our next letter, and it is pronounced just like the O in go. I think As in go practice. 
Or row, row, row your boat. Or row, row, row your boat. And that's why it's written Gently with an O-W. down the podcast to give us five stars, <laughs> likes, thumbs up, whatever, whatever the highest rating is. Oh, that would be great. Mm. All right, so let's now go back and look at the word for father over here. Can you see how it has an O and a U there in the middle, Tark? Definitely. Now, when you say this word, you don't really say O to U san, do you? No, not really. That's because an U after an O makes a long O sound. Oh. Yeah, like that. So if I wanted to properly pronounce the word for dad or father, it would be otosan. Otosan. You know, it's another really common word that everyone knows, but they don't necessarily say it correctly. Tell me. Tokyo. Tokyo. Yep. Tokyo has two long vowels, one on the to and then another one on the kyo. And it's Tokyo. Um, speaking of um, unique situations with Japanese vowels, um, the E and the U vowel are often reduced when they appear between certain consonants, specifically something called unvoiced consonants. And we'll go into further depth on this stuff later on in the future um, for those people out there who like pronunciation and phonology and stuff. But for now, let's just show you some example words that do this. So, Tarek, a lot of people, when they see this first word, they want to say mashita. (laughs) Mashita. (laughs) But they really should reduce the E and just say mashita. Mashita. A lot of people want to say deshita. (laughs) Deshita. But this is, yep, deshita. And it has this um, phenomena here that we're looking at where we literally de-voice the vowels when they come in between de-voice consonants. And at the end of a word, if like the ending, if the like consonant in front of it is a unvoiced consonant. So if that meant nothing to you, remember these two words and pronounce them like so. Not desu, but des. Not masu, but mas. Let's say all four of those words one more time. Mashita. Mashita. Deshita. Deshita. Des. Des. Mas. Mas. All right. And that brings us to the end of this lesson. Tarek, what did we learn about today? Today we learned about some Japanese pronunciation, in particular the vowels. We learned about relationships pertaining to family. And we learned how to use verbs and the particle O, as well as some vocabulary. That's true. And it was a lot of fun. And if you also enjoyed this and got a lot out of it, please let us know by leaving a comment or by leaving us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. How do I say agreed in Japanese, sensei? Uh, I would say, watashi mo so omoimasu. But that's kind of polite. Watashi. But if I, So if I was Tarek, I would say, watashi wa so omo. Watashi wa so omo. It would probably be an ore. Maybe we can learn that ah. next lesson. Ore mo so omo. Ore mo so. Um, some people say dokan desu or dokan da as well. There's a couple of ways. But yeah, um, in our next lesson, we're going to learn more about Japanese pronunciation. We're going to focus on consonants. Specifically, we'll spend some time with 
unique consonants that we don't use in English. Tark, did you know that there are sounds in Japanese that aren't used in English? I did not know that, there. but now I do. Yeah. And here's a little preview. The F in Japanese isn't like our F. Oh, it's like... <laughs> yeah, you use your lips. It's a bilabial sound. Two lip sounds. So... <laughs> that <laughs> sounds very sexual. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we'll also introduce you to a uniquely Japanese sociolinguistic structure regarding families and um, the terms for your family. We taught you the most basics today, but it turns out it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah, so next time you go to Thanksgiving with your wannabe Japanese family, you will be able to communicate with them in a very concise manner. Dude, that reminds me. Guess what my grandma asked me, like, uh, Thanksgiving this year. It was, it was like, she asked you? She was like, so what do Japanese people do for Thanksgiving? And we were like... <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, they don't have Thanksgiving in Japan. <laughs> dude, they don't have... They don't even have turkey in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. It's like all chicken. Oh, well, I, I like chicken more than turkey. What's wrong with you? It's KFC, not KFT for a good reason. <laughs> Kentucky fried turkey. <laughs> hey, well, thank you guys so much for listening and studying with us today. And we will see you next time in lesson five. Yep. So, see you next time.